I'm Anna Bevan Gravely. And I am Valden Johnson. And we're Dating Differently, a podcast that encourages different perspectives for better outcomes. So now that we know about good company, mm-hmm. why you and I came together to create this organization called About Good Company and, and part of the the mission behind it to bring good people together. Yeah. And now we know about the place, the Macrith, where a lot of this will, will happen. Yeah. Now we have to talk about types of people that, yeah. what kind of people do we want to be a part of this? Like who, who are we looking for yeah. to participate in? Like who do we want to bring together? Like, I would say, I think we've, we've talked around who these people are mm-hmm. and the types of people when I think about, about good company and what we want to provide for people in my mind, the, the avatar of this person, Mm -hmm. they're really busy. Yeah. They're doing a lot and a lot can be professionally growing in a really heavy work phase where they're about to get a promotion or they just got a promotion or they're hustling to, to build something, a vision, a dream, mm-hmm. but they're busy. Right. And they're the types of people that their person is going to have to slap them in the face because they're so focused on the pieces of their life that make them a full person. Not that they're workaholics right. or they're anti-relationship or they haven't expressed interest or they haven't talked to their married friends about, Hey, if you know any single people of mm-hmm. that are good, some quality single people, right. let me know I'm over here yeah. living my life. Not that they haven't had those conversations, but just that they are, they're taking the time to focus on themselves, not in a, in a trite or cliche way, but really honing in on what brings them joy right? and trying to chase after that. And I think that really describes you before you met Debbie. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We're, we're building this for younger Valden. Yeah. yeah. Current Anna Bevan. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, you know, so, and I think you and I discussed this a little, because I, I think we have a little bit of divergence about who, who not necessarily divergence, like the audience yeah. you're after is, is somewhat narrow. The audience... In a global sense, the audience I'm after is a little bit yeah. broader because yeah, yeah, yeah. keep this in mind, like you and I are of two different generations, right? We are. And I know, let me bring it home. So you, you talk about busy people, yeah. right? And because that's something that resonates with you right now, like you're a busy person, you've got a job, you've got a couple of side hustles and you're going to do this with me mm-hmm, as well, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And I can deal with that too. I'm still an electrical engineer, but I'm a matchmaker also, but I'm also a photographer and I'm a full-time husband, you know, and not even talk yeah, about the other you're, stuff. You're doing do. a lot. Yeah, I do a lot myself. And, you know, back in my single days, I had a website development company and I was an electrical engineer and I was a photographer and I was a single dude trying to figure out how to date people. So I understand the whole busy mm-hmm. idea. The question around quality people, mm-hmm. right? This is a tough one that, that I have to deal with in the communities of people that I talk to. With totally. You say the word quality people. Yeah. Sometimes people get offended, which I don't understand because I'm not saying you're not quality. If you think you're a quality person, you're a quality person. Mm-hmm. And not only that, it's somewhat subjective too, because a quality person to you is not the same as a quality person to this next person over here. Yeah, totally. Uh, but at the end of the day, I want to help people mm-hmm. in general come together. I know I cannot help everybody. I know that 
Some people don't even want to help themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, So this, what I'm saying is that that avatar might be, we've honed in on this specific one, which is great. And that's what we're going to move forward with. But I, I think the target will move a little, not necessarily I move, think you're exactly right. It'll broaden exactly o- over time, right? Because, yes. I, you know, I know some 40, like, let's talk about the age range. Like right now, the target that we're after right now is kind of late 20s, mid 30s, mm-hmm. right? Mid, mid to late 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mid, late 30s, which is great. A lot of the people that I talk to are late 30s, late 40s, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and that's a demographic that I really want to service as well. Right. So, you know, as we go on, like you and I won't be able to throw all of the parties or, you know, we can't be in more than one place at one time. This whole social circle idea, Yet. just just so you Yet, know, Valdez. yeah, I know <laughs> because this whole social circle idea is uh, from my perspective is big, which is aside from about good company. Yeah. Have the same spirit, you know, but in my eyes, you know, with my communities of people, I want to plant social circle events all over the city eventually, Mm -hmm. but I, and I can't be all over the city. So I've got to kind of enroll other people to help me with that sort of thing. But this right here, what we're doing, I think about good company is at a higher level. Right. Mm -hmm. And I won't use that word, but I'm excited about what we're going to do because I, I just I know how frustrating it is for quality people to find other quality people mm-hmm. right whatever that means to mm-hmm. whoever's listening and uh, I know people share that frustration and and I we've got the resources to make that happen and to help people and I'm excited about that because I, I like helping people yeah I think your point about the audience growing the avatar of of the person sh- not necessarily changing but like Broad. expanding mm-hmm. a little bit is very true. I think the more we pull people in on this group and invite people to be part of About Good Company, we're going to see that there are more people that want to be a part of this. Right. And that's what we want to create. Exactly. Exactly. mm -hmm. Like at its core, like dream of all dreams and everything that I ever throw party related is I always want it to feel like breakfast at Tiffany's where you like wander through and you're like holding your drink up in the air and you're like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, pardon me. Like, Oh, Hey, Oh my gosh, I didn't see you. This is great. How are you doing? Yeah. Like that sort of energy where you're, you're always like moving to the next place because you don't have to stay in one spot. And so if we can like, we're going to get to that point where about good company events are going to feel like breakfast at Tiffany's. And then we're going to bring them back down right. to smaller, more curated communities of people who are really similar mm-hmm. in their backgrounds and their value system in what they've expressed they wanted in the future through intimate events that are exclusive to people who are further into the About Good Company community. Right, And that's exciting too, because it's that... You described earlier, like a smaller social circle where there's five women and five men, like that's this too, like Mm -hmm. maybe four men, four women absolutely, around a murder mystery dinner party where there's a theme and you sort of are talking to somebody about nothing that you're actually talking about, but you're connecting over some of the interpersonal stuff through wine dinners where we have a sommelier come in and walk through why are these pairings working with what you're having, where people can learn, but also joke about how much they don't know. Right. There's something 
I feel like you're talking about me and my wife when we were at that last <laughs> wine party. <laughs> no, but there's something really exciting about like having a conversation about something that you're not having a conversation about, mm-hmm. because that's when you get to know, like, do they laugh at the same jokes that I laugh at? Do they like the same movies that I like without having to ask those questions? So I think that what sort of sets us apart other than being a fan of, of chance meetings with a little bit of help, but also there's so much you can learn about somebody without having to directly ask the questions about learning about right. to learn about them. Right. And if we can facilitate those interactions, like that's, that's it. Like yeah. that's the whole thing. That's the, yes. The- Backbone of the whole thing is facilitating. What's the word you just used? Interactions. Interactions. Facilitating interactions in a comfortable setting. Like Mm -hmm. that's what it's all about. One question that was on the table last weekend when we talked was value proposition. Yes. One, I think our value proposition is your time is better spent with us. Mm -hmm. We care about your relationship goals and where you want to go in your future relationship wise as much as you do. If that hasn't come across in our like hype about this, like our volume's gotten a little higher. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten more animated. My hands are moving around. Then maybe like start at the beginning of the episode, then you'll catch it all the way through. But we believe in what you want to accomplish. We want to accomplish that with you. We want to help that Mm -hmm. be made possible and we want to use your time wisely. Right. And so, and like, That's why you're here Mm -hmm. as a matchmaker. Exactly. And I mentioned earlier that matchmaking itself is a high ticket item. It's a luxury item. Oh, yeah. Right. And the idea of matchmaking is not on the radar of most people. Like they don't even hear about it. But there's a society of people that have because they participate heavily in it. Mm -hmm. But that society of people are, you know, high income individuals. Mm -hmm. And. And this is going back to the value proposition conversation. As I mentioned also, one of my goals when I came into the industry is to see what I can do to bring that service to more of a working class demographic also. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And what people may not know is that, you know, the average contract in the matchmaking world is about $15,000. That's mm-hmm. the average. Mm-hmm. So that means, you know, a lot of the high end people that go I a work lot with higher. Them, yeah, a lot yeah. higher. Like I was just on a mastermind call with some people in the industry and, and the guy said, hey, we need everybody to raise their prices $5,000. Now their price is already $25,000 for a contract. Sheesh. Right. And they want to raise it another five, like $25,000, $50,000, $100,000 is not weird for people who participate in yeah. the matchmaking industry, yeah. uh, both clients and, and matchmakers themselves. But I know normal people, not that they are normal people, but regular people. I'm going to go have, with they aren't normal. Yeah. They don't have $15,000 to, I mean, the, the company yeah. that you mentioned, you know, I've, I've gone through their process and I know that their cost is $9,000 to $15,000. Right. Yeah. Um, so, so it, it, takes some financial resources to participate mm-hmm. in this, right? Mm-hmm. So the, another one of the value propositions that I'm bringing to the table is the same work that we do for people who pay $100,000 yeah. for a contract is the yeah. same work I'm trying to do for people who participate in About yeah. Good Company. And, yeah. and not only that, it's the same work I'm trying to do for the people that are in my communities. They don't recognize the value of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, So I'm pretty much casting my pearls to swine, so to speak. But uh, I'm also dedicated to helping them understand and yeah. the value in what I'm doing because it's real value. I use the exact same tools 
the yeah. high-end matchmakers, the high-end matchmakers are part of my network. Like yeah. we work and we collaborate with each other all the time. So the value proposition for About Good Company is not only are we putting you in, in the space of good people, we are actually doing some work behind the scenes to make sure those people are somewhat compatible with being in your space. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, I want people to be in rooms that are target rich for mm-hmm. enhanced social circles, building friendships and finding, you know, your love interest. That's my goal as a matchmaker in this particular endeavor. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. I also think that there's a value proposition that we've talked about a little bit. I think being in real life with people is so important. And I was just talking to a friend of mine who's having a hard time making friends. She just moved to a new place. And as we get older, making new friends that aren't connected to us at work and didn't go to college with us or aren't like best friends from childhood, if we still have any of those, Mm -hmm. is extremely hard. And so this is also an opportunity for that, for you to meet people of your same sex, a different sex, like that's still pretty awesome. Yeah. And though it's not the the core of why we're gathering people together, but it is a benefit. Absolutely. And I think if you can like spend one price and get two things, kill two birds with one stone, right. as they say. Yeah. Uh, back in back in the day. Back in my day. Yeah, back in your day. I think that's exciting too. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I like meeting new people. I wouldn't say that I'm always in the market for friends because that's a heavier lift. Right. But I'm not opposed to meeting new people and finding new friends by any means. Thanks for listening in on today's episode. Share with us how you felt, what you thought, and what today's podcast has inspired you to do. Until next time, remember, you can date differently.